0: Banner podcast, and banner podcast, and banner podcast. What well, up, what up, what up, up? Welcome to and Banner podcast. I am your host, Rob G, and with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fella? I would read this. We
1: <laughs> <laughs> mama, mama. Nah, it doesn't taste like dirt. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium, ladies and gentlemen. Don't I'm wondering,
0: does have actual culture? And this is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here, sampling these brews. Grab a drink, and pull up a chair. <laughs> ooh, ooh,
2: ooh, we love you, Bruise and podcast. All this,
0: time, all this time, Never thought I'd make it out. No, no.
2: No. All my life. All my life.
3: You know, I hope the rest of this album, when it comes out, that's good, goes with that song.
0: And probably and, well, I think it is. He's I think I, I saw the interview. He said it was, it's all about healing. He's trying to heal himself. He's trying to do some self healing.
3: Well, I hope so because I don't want it I wanted to have that song and then kill it, pop pop. <laughs> <laughs> You
1: know, that like, that's not like that's like the song. That's not like the song that's at the end of the album. Yeah, <laughs> that's the song you close it up. Right? I love you, God. I love you, Lord. Keep <laughs> you safe. Who is that, by the way? I don't little even know. Who. Little, who is Dirk. That? little Dirk. Little Dirk. Ah, oh, little Well,
0: late, well he probably know. said, oh, "What you call?" It? Probably said, "I'm not going to be on that if you ain't for real." So he said, "I give you a verse, but you got come." He had some
1: ultimatums. Yeah, right. I got some ultimatums with, with me giving you this verse. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and he yeah. gave him a verse, my man. He, he did give him a
1: verse. A verse. Yo, he, this whole week for Jay has been on. He's been yeah. on fire this week. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the Summer Walker intro was it was dope too.
0: Right, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. My, my man is uh I <laughs> said that he's that dude. He <laughs> is, but I just
1: hope that little dirt, <laughs>
3: little I'll leave dirt a
0: little
1: dirt make sure that out. Maybe a little bit more introspective, you never know.
0: Right from that from the interview he gave, he did say he was being more introspective. So we'll see. Okay. Cause you never know. That I'm, he, his introspective might be uh might be something different. <laughs>
3: yeah, shoot them in the, instead of shooting them in the head, he's shooting them in the gut. I don't right. Know right, it might be a whole different thing that we're looking for.
0: Um, we're not driving
3: by no more. We're walking up on them. I don't know. Something crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the Rockin' and the Brew. Well Abby the Fuel and I'm your host Rob G. with me. As always, uh the Legendary uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what's going
3: on, <laughs> Luke, Luke, Luke playing disappeared acts, like <laughs>
1: Family Family things, man? Kids having <laughs> questions that you gotta answer. You can't wait. Hour. Yeah. I got it. So. Uh how y'all doing? I'm back. I'm good, man. How y'all guys doing? Hey. I'm, I'm back. Hey. You know, you sound like uh Mr.
3: What Dr. Doctor, doctor, what's the, the fat doctor? The that, doctor that does the um
0: right. six hundred pounds. Oh, uh, doctor, 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 doctor. So I don't know where. Oh, my six hundred
1: pound life. Yeah, at Foreigner guy with the, the yeah. shirt guy with the glasses. Yeah, that's how Robert said, how y'all doing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, do,
1: he do be real monotone. <laughs> Doctor. I what should, is it, I should know this, I'm too. Knock it down. Knock it down. <laughs> I was like, he I definitely, he, 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 he real forward, too. Like, you need to lose it today. Like. <laughs> right. He, his
0: best that manner is, is, is something. He's <laughs> <laughs> the non existent. He didn't take that class in college. I'm doing take my that best, class. doctor. No, you ain't. You're still. You got this better. Pounds. <laughs> much, much better is on the horizons for you. Yeah. Um, well, this is episode two of 206 of Bruising Banter Podcast. So I thank everybody who tuning in, listening, watching, uh, around the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thank you for joining us. If it's, uh, If you're listening today, tomorrow, night, day, evening, Morning, uh, this afternoon, whenever you listen, and we thank you for uh, checking us out. uh, Bruising Banter Podcast is episode two hundred six. Like I said, Um, and uh, in honor of I guess uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, we have a uh, special guest uh, with us this afternoon, this morning, this evening, (laughs) whenever you, (laughs) whenever you watch this. This
1: this your new handle, yo. (laughs) You don't have to. (laughs) Once an episode is is too much, (laughs) so. Two times an episode. We're
4: going
1: to do it at the end,
0: too. Thank you for watching <laughs> this morning. <laughs> you know is. I'm going to do it right now. now we so, talk- so, well, before I bring in the guest for this afternoon, this morning, this evening. <laughs> it's
1: never going to stop now. It'll be episode 258. And uh-huh. he's like, this morning, this guest, this evening.
3: you going to have to change your own um, thing from master of podcast <laughs> this afternoon, this morning, this
0: <laughs> evening. Right. We have uh, Priscilla Murphy. License. <laughs> but, it's because you know He thought <laughs> oh, yeah. about it. He thought about it more. First, <laughs> well, Priscilla Murphy, licensed therapist and founder and CEO of Nilex, the, uh, Nilex Educational Counseling Services Inc. There we go. I wanted to make sure I had it right. So I had to go down and look at my note. <laughs> I wanted to say it correctly. So we we're going to bring her into the podcast. Welcome, 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 um, welcome, welcome, welcome! I'm glad you can be here with us this afternoon, this morning, this evening. still, by the way, it Yo, it's not gonna ever stop.
1: It's, it's it's on and popping now. It's it's a it's a phrase for him. Right. we should just let it go the things that we don't like that he yeah. says we gotta I just, just let it go yep. and Every we go on something it, something it goes. yeah man it becomes a thing now
0: <laughs> yeah uh, we, we didn't start the fire oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, well, we want to thank you for uh Priscilla for coming on this afternoon I can't help it now. It's <laughs> just, just say thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming. Yeah, don't, even say,
1: don't even say the lady's name anymore.
0: Episode man. 206. I was talking about this, uh, this, this morning this evening. I was about to say it again, but I, I did just say it again. Say What's it the over
1: under for that? <laughs> 18.
0: Hey, yep. You're right. Just like. Please uh, yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> thank you.
1: We may be talking to the right person for them penis fly traps. <laughs> I, actually, was,
0: yo, I, I just ran with it. That was technically, y'all. Well, Priscilla, we want to thank you for coming on this afternoon. This,
1: thank you this. so much. Yes, Appreciate we do. You. <laughs> I hope you are. I hope you are okay. <laughs> so far. Uh, <laughs> he, almost, uh, he almost said it again.
3: I mean, <laughs> he almost said it again, and he caught himself. Uh, um,
0: but we want to. We want to thank you for coming on episode two hundred six of Bruising Band the Bandit Podcast. I said that way. Yeah. Yes, and uh, before, before we get into it, we always like to know what everybody is drinking on. So, what are we drinking on? We always start with a guest. So, Priscilla, are you drinking on something today?
2: Coffee. Oh, there, there we you go. Coffee. You go is that
1: is that a, a sweet cream? Is it a sugar <laughs> cream? How do you take your coffee, Miss Priscilla? I take Priscilla? my
2: coffee with lots of cream, sweet cream. Okay. Okay. Um, is it a on.
1: hazelnut tones? Is it a vanilla <laughs> <Really>? roast? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> this Isn't how we talk about the beer? Why can't we talk about all our, brew, right. our, our It's a brew. It, it is a brew. True. That is true. Yeah. You uh, said excuse me. What happened here? There you go. What 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 was the uh, flavoring?
0: French vanilla. French vanilla.
1: Okay, you kids, you can't go wrong with French vanilla. Nah, I agree. I agree. French vanilla and the coffee is good. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, Yoda, what you drinking on? Oh, so now, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He like, always be mixing
1: it up. You never know, you never know when it's your turn. I, was when I know he threw me off. <laughs> well, I don't you know. Who, I thought he was going to going to me too. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I got uh bangers and mash. It's the ESB. Okay. Oh, nice. Right. And this is from uh Crooked Crab Brewing Company. And I, I don't know where this is at though. I didn't look. Sorry, guys.
0: That's a, yeah, it's
3: somewhere in Maryland, right? Somewhere in Maryland. Um, Oddington, outing, Maryland? Oddington? Is that it? No no. no, no, somewhere in Maryland. I, I but uh, I don't know. No, yeah. All right. But um, this is a five percent alcohol by volume, and it mm-hmm. it has your 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 typical uh, ESB flavors like little caramel flavor. You know, mm-hmm. I got it in my uh, in my Benner glass. So. But one thing I came to realize about ESBs since we we brewed our own ESB mm-hmm. is that I like smoked ESBs and not just regular ESBs. Ah, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> that smoke really has something on it, huh?
3: Yeah, like this this isn't bad. Like I don't dislike it, but I like smoke more. Like, mm-hmm.
1: shout so out to I, Justin for that idea. That.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Justin. Appreciate but you. all in all, this is good. It's a good ESB. All right, I like it.
1: I would I would pass me another. Ooh. All right, Lou. I don't know if this is craft beer, uh, but I like it. Um, so I bought it. Um, it's Peroni. Not I don't know how to say all okay,
0: water. Lot Italian, so it's um, it's like an Italian, it's the Italian um Corona.
1: Okay. okay. That makes sense.
3: Yep. Yep. Okay. It's a little
1: bit, it's a little bit lighter than Corona. Mm-hmm. Corona's a little bit harsh, it's a little bit disgusting. <laughs> but this is not <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not not terrible at all. Right. Uh, this is better, much better than terrible. So, but I, I do feel that when you said Corona, I do feel feel like I could put a lime or something up in right. this, maybe some grenadine, oh. and uh right. Or is
0: it I, the
3: flavor? Is it the flavor you saying that's Corona Corona ish, or is it just like oh, you know, it's the popular beer. It's more like beer. I guess it's
0: more like the Budweiser of uh, the Italian yeah. Italy. So yeah, because like- I
1: guess the Corona is like the Mexican, like
0: the Mexican right. Budweiser, yeah, or, yeah, the, yeah. or the
1: or the Italian Peroni. Yeah. Like that's when you when,
0: yeah when you go on in, yeah you go on around Italy, everybody has Peroni on on mm-hmm. on deck. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. Let's, this is when uh, you go to LA.
1: Absolutely did. Why not? <laughs> he the only one that been to Italy. Yeah. Class, <laughs>
0: Italian classic. So good. It is. It yeah. Is, a it is. Nice.
1: It's uh, established in eighteen forty six. So that's a uh, dates pr- slavery. Um, it's older than slave. Older than the end of slavery. Um, but it's it's very good. It's light. Uh. We're refreshing springtime on the on the porch on your uh on your deck your balcony whatever uh, cheers man I like this pass me another.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, my mother said hi, Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hi Brenda. Uh, all right, um, and what do I have? I actually have uh, from S- Green Bench Brewing Company. It's called Skyway. <laughs> It is a hazy double IPA. It is uh 8.2% and it is absolutely delicious. <laughs> oh, it is it's nice and juicy. What hazy. kind of beer is it? It's a it's a, uh, double IPA. Okay, okay. Um, but it, look it looks good in the glass. It's um smells good, tastes good, It's juicy. It's it looks like it
1: smells delicious, yo. It looks
0: good. You might it like, like it. Juicy. Juice. It's juicy. Yeah. It yeah. got When
1: you say juicy, what you mean? Because it's not the juicy I'm thinking of. Wait, it ain't the juicy juice? that... Yeah, it's not fruit juicy. Yeah. It's hop juicy? No, it's, it's fruit, fruit, fruit juicy? juicy. Like what, grapefruit, orange?
0: Yeah, it's, well, What's it's the citrus. So it's just like, uh, I guess you would say, it's a citrus uh, fruit. I'm not exactly what it would be. But it's like a now, citrusy, probably in a, more of the grapefruit family, I guess. Okay. But is it sweet? Now, it's also sweet, too. So there's a yeah, grapefruit... Maybe some, when you,
1: some you hate when is it the, not, is it the hop? Sweet. You think it's the hop in there, or the, is it actual fruit? In no, there? it's probably
0: the hop. It's probably the the hop. Hops. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not sure what hops. You. But see, Lou,
1: you don't like it when they don't have a sweet element to it. That's what. Right.
3: Good. Right. That's why I
0: asked if
1: it was the hop or fruit. Because yeah. if it, if the hop is making the citrus, then it's not probably not for me. But if it's the fruit making it, uh, taste yeah, sweet I don't like think that.
0: I don't think it's like a fruit. I think it's the hops. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I probably have just one of those.
0: Yeah, but shout out to uh, Green Bench in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and uh, I'll pass me another. Yoda.
1: Yoda, yeah. Yo, where you get that ESV from? You got it from a, a bottle this,
0: shop?
1: I want to say from Rob.
0: Yeah. Shout, Did I get this from shout out to, uh, to Brian. You're back right Brian. here. Oh, yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian, yeah. He's back there. He left there oh, yeah. that one time yeah. when I passed him out. Oh, that's
3: what's up. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, that was like, oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you was... You was... came in,
0: open a Grand coat, open a
3: Grand Coupe. <laughs> right. In and out, baby. <laughs> uh,
0: um, all right. Well, we got through the drinks and all that. We got coffee, we got beer. We got all kind of brew-ish stuff. Uh, so we're going to get to why we here. Parachute Lou. That's <laughs> I, I all. Uh, Where so, are
1: you jumping from into? Now I'll be throwing y'all parachutes just so, oh. so y'all don't jump off the cliff.
0: Gotcha. Oh, okay. So we want to get into uh Priscilla Murphy and what and what she's here for. Uh so without you can give us uh, who you are, where you are, where you've been, where you come from, and what you're doing. Uh so without further ado, we want to thank uh, Priscilla for coming on the podcast. And uh yeah. floor is yours. Until you. 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 not. You. You. You.
3: Well,
2: first of all, you kind of introduced me. I am the CEO and founder of Nilex Educational on Counseling and Service Incorporated. I'm not just a therapist, I am a registered nurse as well as a registered parliamentarian. I've been doing counseling for 20 years, nursing for 30, oh. and I look at a holistic approach and I'm so honored that you're celebrating Mental Health Month because what we do need, we all need a checkup from the neck up and it's something that we don't do for ourselves. So. I am honored to be here because mental health is important. Your brain is brain health. It is important. And so we kind of navigate through life without pausing to figure out why can't it be better. We just need the tools and we need to talk to someone to kind of get to our better self. You right. know, and so, so that's what I do. And I'm, I'm I'm passionate about all of us having good mental health. Right. And then you can achieve everything.
4: Mm-hmm. Without
2: it, you can't. You'll continue to stumble and fall and hit a wall. And ugh. so we gotta kind of <laughs> let go of I'm a praying away and the stigma. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. Prayer's good, but God put me here so I can help you get over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we gotta do that and talk to someone who is non-judgmental and you know, non-judgmental and unconditional regard. Because we don't. We talk to our friends. And let me tell you something right now. Your friends don't have your best interests. (laughs) Your friends are looking at you through their eyes. And if you achieve, they kind of don't want, if they're not achieving, you can't achieve. Mm. So, again, you know, we got to start with us. Mm. You are worth it. We got to have that self-love. You are unique. You are special. But you have to feel that way for you. And with therapy, with therapy, it works. It works. I I, I got a question off the top, right? What exactly is mental health? Mental health is your emotional well-being. It's how you think, how you feel, and how you behave. And we want to put it, they all go together. So everything about mental health is your thoughts lead to your feelings and because you feel some kind of way, good, bad, or indifferent, you act on that. Wow. You act on that. And see, many of us, especially culturally, you don't have your family history. And, it, and there isn't a person don't have family history of mental illness in their family. And just where did you pick it up on the gene pool? Because we all have life issues. We just don't know how to navigate them. And some of us want to continue the old script. See, when you're born, you're born with a blank slate. And your parents write your life script. But somewhere along the line, you have to write your own life script. You can't continue to operate in the 19th century if you're in the 21st century. So we get caught why things don't work out. Well, you're still back here. You have to move your brain forward. You have one. Use it. So you can, again, be your better self. Right.
0: I, I, I guess a question almost similar to the lines like how I know you were talking about we got to get through the stigmatism I mean the stigmatism, the stigmatism about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think about that got to get think. through got to get right. through the word but <clears throat> how, how do we get through how do we break through how do we get it the taboo of mental health especially in uh, the black community like how do we get how do we push through and say no it's it's for everybody how do we make people understand that this is is not just it's just like any other thing you would do. Any checkup you would have, would do, you get a physical uh, for your body. So how do we do? How do we get people to understand that how important that is?
2: First of all, we got to start talking about it in our homes. Mm. It is okay. We we don't talk about it. It's the secret. It's the taboo, and we mm-hmm. have to get rid of the old adage: "What goes on in the house stays in the house." That's the start there, because that crazy Uncle John that always get toe his toe up in the corner somewhere and you laughing. Well, Crazy Uncle John is self-medicating for depression. Mm. we won't say that. We, tenu- we continue to make fun at Crazy Uncle John.
3: Right, and then we're so, sitting there exposing ourselves to Uncle John, seeing the same, seeing what he's doing, and it's not helping us either.
1: And we normalize it too.
2: We right. normalize it, yeah. yes. And this is not normal because we all have a genetic code. We all have alleles, and alleles come from your ancestry. Way, 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 way back here. So we gotta pay attention that something is not okay. If you're sad, and if you're sitting there and it's weeks irritable, if you're isolated, um, if you're sleeping a lot, eating a lot, something's not right. If you feel like you have way too much energy and not enough energy here, something's not right. You, you, you got to think about it. And the problem is we don't go, we don't do self introspection, and you mentioned that earlier, or self-reflection, we don't sit with ourselves long enough to want to work through whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Most people have some, what we call ACEs, and those are adverse childhood effects. Those things that are unresolved in your childhood, listen, they come out in your adulthood if unresolved. And that's why you have to talk to a therapist and you got to work it through. We got to change the ending of the story because when we tell stories, we're telling most of them from a child's eyes from a child's eyes and that child is still hurt and now we have to look at Jeez. if from um, the time of things happening and the generation and what was happening in the world at that point. So we want to get into therapy to work it through and at the end of a therapist at the end of therapy, we I want you to have hope and forgiveness because forgiveness is not about. You okay with what was done? Forgiveness about I have to accept what was done so that I can move forward. So you have to forgive, and people will always ask for forgiveness, but Lord knows they don't ever ask for themselves when that's so simple to do. Right. We have to relearn, retool our thinking. Hmm,
3: oh. That's true. No, no. Uh, you, you know, oh,
0: yeah, go ahead.
2: You, you know what I always wonder, and I'm just
3: gonna ask your perspective like, how. Cause you've been in the game for a while,
1: but it seems like um,
3: <laughs> I mean, she has not, nothing like that.
1: That's just the way you said it. You said it like she she a rapper. <laughs> you've been in this industry. You've been you been killing the game. Yeah, yeah, you've been killing the game. <laughs>
0: because, because I'm
3: just thinking like the, mental health to me is something that just popped up within the last maybe ten years or so. Like back in the day, you didn't hear anybody talking about it. Like what do you, I, at least at least I didn't. Was is there something that like you see it on the internet now? Everybody's every, uh, interviews, everybody's talking about it and all this stuff, but like before, nobody was talking about it, like at least on TV and stuff like that. Do can you know? Can I you, do you know what made it turn around like for more
1: people to be more aware of it? You mind if I start, Miss Priscilla? Uh, I think she said it earlier, Yoda. Like, everybody is like, whatever happens in the house stays in the house. Like, I remember being like 12 years old and going through some emotional stuff. And my mom came up to me and she says, you want to go to therapy? And I'm like, therapy for, for what? Like, I didn't even know how to issue. I didn't know if anything was wrong. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go. And my 12, 13-year-old self got to make that decision. And she was like, you don't have to go. And what, 40, 30 years later, I'm in therapy on a monthly basis. And I called my mom. I'm like, ma, why don't you put me in therapy? And she was like, I didn't go. I wasn't going and I wasn't going to go. Even if you would have said, mom, go with me, I wouldn't have went. So how can I tell you to go if I knew I wasn't going to go? I can't make you do something that I wasn't going to do. So I, I think I think that's how it becomes like our generation is more emotional and more accepting of the emotions and the, the trauma that's happened to us. So I, I think our our parents didn't do it and we as parents are doing it more for our kids And hopefully our kids will be better for their kids, and it it keeps going on. I think, like Miss Priscilla said, it's it's generational. And as we get further and further from trauma that we couldn't prevent, it helps us to try to prevent it to the future generations, if that makes any sense.
2: And that does make a lot of sense, because even for myself, I was a registered nurse, am a registered nurse. But I didn't believe in therapy either until Mm. I became. And as a nurse, I mean, I was like therapy. I'm not telling anybody my business. That's my business. And so I'm older than most of you. So think about that generation of baby boomers. So now I become a nurse and I listen. You listen to people. And what makes one patient get better and the other one with the same diagnosis not do so well? It's mental. So you have to look at what's on their mind. What are they, what are they facing? What are their traumas? What's their journey? What's their pain? So you have to take it from that perspective. And in answer, Yoda, to your question, in 1980, under the Clinton administration, there was mental health. But what he did was close down all the inpatients. Mm. People were housed for years. You know, I thought I had an aunt who was in a inpatient setting for schizophrenia. I didn't know that. I thought she lived in a hotel because it was a big building. Sure. I mean, so your parents don't say she's in inpatient therapy, mm-hmm. if something is wrong, it wasn't until much later I found out that she was in an inpatient psychiatric unit. So instead of them treating them years ago in the 80s, 90s for outpatient, if you had depression or bipolar, you were in schizophrenia, you were placed inpatient and your children were taken away. So you think about that. If something is wrong with you back generationally, if something is wrong with you, and you were going to go inpatient, then you would lose your children. So we wow. have to talk about it. You're a you're a healthier generation in getting things done. Not mentally healthy, but you your action generate generation. So we have to talk about it and parent our children different, if we want different. They don't have to continue to suffer through life, even through oppression, even in the worst neighborhoods. We 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 have to we have to cut it. And start anew with each generation that's born. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's out now because you have social media,
4: right.
2: you have football players and and, <laughs> and and actors and actresses all coming out about their depression because they're saying, hey, I suffered too long mm-hmm. and the other half commit suicide because in, to commit suicide, you're in the darkest. spot." And I don't know if you've ever been depressed, but let me tell you, that's a dark place to be in from experience. Mm. And you do want to take yourself out. Mm. You do because it, the pain is so intense. Anything is better than where you're at. Mm-hmm. And if you don't reach out. And family members don't see that. You know, they don't see that. Oh, you got it, man. You got a nice car and a nice house or you have this and that. What does that have to do with what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, right. how I'm acting? Nothing.
0: Right. Uh, and, and I guess on the lines on, on those lines, like, I know a lot of people say, um like check on your strong friends and, and and check on all your friends and stuff like that. But like like how do you if they're trying if they're trying to hide um I guess how they're really feeling, like how do you really get to them? Like how do you make a make them know it's a safe space that they can come and mm-hmm. say and, and be alright with like letting them letting me in or letting anybody in like how how do you make them aware of that this is okay to be exactly who you are? Um even if I can't give you all the answers, but at least I can be uh listening and tell you that hey maybe you need to go get a go listen get a licensed therapist. Like how do you how do you allow how do you get to that point where somebody is willing to share that way because a lot of people do try to um hide behind a facade like they're happy and tell it's too late and then they're gone and we like, oh man we we sh- how could we have done something? Like
2: by then it's too late. But how do how do we get before it's too late? Well sometimes you have to look at what, what is your relationship? How close is your relationship? Because I I would if I'm if we have a good relationship, I want to trust you with my information. But I don't want you to hold it if I'm suicidal. I need you to call nine eighty eight or get me some help or refer me to a therapist or you know walk me to there. You got to get me to the door. Cause if I'm yes. thinking about it, if yes. I'm contemplating, you having a discussion with me won't do. You have to follow it to the end, but at the same time realizing you can't get sucked into the vortex of someone's depression. You don't own it. Mm. Sometimes we get where we want to own it and fix it. You are not equipped to fix it. And as much as I'm a therapist, listen, I can call 988 and get Crisis Mobile there. Okay, because when people sometimes are contemplating your suicide or you've talked to someone, they they, they won't reach out. Mm. They won't reach out. You have to, if, if it's someone you love and care for, have to say, I'll go with you to your first therapy session. You know, I'll go with you to get the help you need. Yes. But you you, you have to, you know, people are quiet about suicide. But you know when something changed. When you see a change in their pattern of behavior and it's different from what you're used to, something is going on. Something is, if I'm more irritable, if I'm more isolated, if I'm talk, giving you things, giving it away – then you should be mindful that something else is going on.
1: So so is it safe to say, like earlier you said, friends don't really want to see you succeed, but in that same breath that what Rob's saying, uh, like us, because we're not therapists, but we're we're friends, if we see somebody in a way, it's our job as their friend to just lead them in the right direction, but not to own their depression or, or if you if you try to help them and you they don't ask for the help you have to let it go. You Is have what... to let
2: it go, and it's okay to let it go because you you might want more for me than I want for me. Mm. And mm. you've given me wow. the advice, so I either do it or I'm not. And not everyone wants wants the advice.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: happy that you're loving on me and you care about me, but there's things I'm not telling you. Yeah, because I I can't. It's it's the shame,
4: mm.
2: it's the guilt. So I'm not mm. telling. Even though you're my confidant, uh I'm ashamed. You think I want to tell you that you? Mm. Uh, you think I want to say to someone that I was traumatized by whatever whomever, and I'm a man. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you that. Mm. But that's haunting me in my head. So I need to talk. You. So you got to get him to talk to someone. Mm. And, understand this about any therapist if you're unable to work with them and to be honest and authentic and really let it all out find another therapist if you think this isn't a good match we're not gelling get out get out and find a new one it may take you two or three times but that's okay because Mm. in the climate post-COVID getting a therapist is extremely difficult we are all booked
4: Mm. Well I
2: uh, yeah, COVID did. Yes, right.
1: I yes. yes y'all are. Yes, <laughs> yes y'all are.
0: <laughs> I, I understand.
2: <laughs> yes, we are. And even in my own practice, I may hear a story when I even though I'm not taking new clients, I may hear a story and then I then my spirit allows me to take them. My spirit mm. allows me to take them because I'm like, Oh, okay, God, you you need you're calling me on for this person.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: But I'm going to know in my soul and in my spirit for me.
1: Yes. Mm.
0: Now, I I guess another question I have in terms of, like, I I was saying, like, it's mental health is just as important as as physical health. Like, we go for a yearly physical, like, so so if you don't, if you feel like maybe, like, you're not, maybe you think, I don't need therapy, but should we all get, like, a six-month checkup or – A yearly checkup? Is that something that should be physically questionable? That's
2: a very good question. Well, yeah, you should. Because if you notice now when you go to your provider's office, you fill out what we call a PHQ-9. That's a physical health assessment um, to look at where your mental is. Are you feeling sad? Are you isolated? Do you sleep a lot? Uh, That 10 question is an indicator for your provider to say, it looks like you're depressed. I'm going mm. to give your name to a therapist or a psychiatrist. See, now keep in mind about a psychiatrist. They write for medications. And not for nothing, some people are like, I don't want to take another med. And that's okay, too. But you're going to take the long, hard road if you're really clinically depressed because it takes a lot of work and commitment and tools to help you navigate. And then you might need medication because there's five of the people in your family on medication. You're mm. not exempt. Mm-hmm. And exempt and usually we find with medication, usually, whatever someone else in your family first, you know, your mom, parents is a medication you should be on. But that's something you should work through with your psychiatrist, and your therapist should be talking. Should be talking, mm.
0: okay. All right, so
2: uh, we I can't gotta... do that. how'd
1: you? <laughs> that finger
3: thing was crazy, <laughs>
1: that, finger, that finger thing was wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stupid. I am. I am. I never seen nothing like that before.
0: So I, I gotta remember. I get a ment- get a mental checkup. I, I gotta put that. Right.
1: Now, but but how do you how do you how does somebody who thinks that who feels okay how do they get a mental checkup once a year, every twice a year, when it's so hard to find a therapist for someone who needs it weekly?
4: Mm. Like no, how, how does how does the a person question.
1: like how do like if I wanted if I wanted you Miss Priscilla that and you you just said you're booked how do I how do I get you just to talk to me two times out of the year just to check in to get that checkup for a person who is who considers themselves mentally healthy but just wants to make sure
2: okay so number one it's very difficult to take a client twice a year to start yeah I got to get to know you I right. mean I got to know everything about you so again if you have insurance. Your insurance provider has a list of all the therapists that are accepting new clients. Are accepting new clients, and so for me, and so you. First of all, I say call them. Second of all, when people call me and say, and I say I'm booked, I I will refer to a therapist I trust. And and we trade off because you know you you have some who books not so heavy and they're taking on more. I'm just kind of winding down. And others are starting up. So you could do that referral and give them numbers to contact and call someone, but help them get through to a service.
1: Yes. But do you? So do you uh, also agree with that in that same vein, that that person that's looking to get a yearly or bi-yearly checkup should still do like a couple of sessions in a row? So like you said, to get to know the person before we go to the once, once or twice a year?
2: Yes, because there are people coming kind of my own office that really, they don't need weekly therapy. They don't need weekly therapy. They need therapy um, maybe monthly or maybe quarterly after you hear what's going on. And then then we go to maintenance. So Mm -hmm. I may start off every week or every other week for four or five months. And then I'm like, well, you know, you're good. How about every other month? Just for check-in. So you stay where you are. Mm -hmm. We don't have you falling into the vortex, that rabbit hole, and then I got to pull you back out again. Gotcha. So I like to check up, or I'll just say, just send me a text on a scale of one to 10. How's life? Mm-hmm. Hey, you're good. Right. Yes. So I might say, what can I do? What, what do you need to do to get to a 10? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
2: I always want to encourage and motivate you to, to do be better. Ready. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Well, uh, Absolutely. well,
0: here's another question from the uh, from the viewers How do you handle it if you feel like you don't relate to your therapist? Get out, <laughs> just be like, I, I, I'm out of here.
2: Get out, Kelly, and you uh find a therapist. You you find a therapist that you can, you can navigate with. And um, Kelly, give me a call, I might have one for you. But anyway, yes, okay. Uh, and going back into the things in terms
0: of like you were saying, like, it, it might be difficult to find a therapist nowadays because they're all booked up because of COVID and stuff like that. And if you're only looking for like a checkup um, uh, a yearly, or, like how do like some of the apps I guess work? Do, like some of those apps or meditation and things yeah. like that, or are there like some better tools, help and stuff like that. Are some of the tools that you can use as well if you feel like eh, I'm in a good space, but I could mm-hmm. always be better. Like are, are those some things mm-hmm. that you would recommend?
2: Oh yeah, I am always looking for activities to help you. I'm an advocate of journaling. Okay. Uh, uh, in journaling, and as well as the mindfulness and the calm apps. But sometimes you just need to vent. Right. Right. You need to talk talk with someone. So even if you need to meet with a therapist every quarter, whatever, it's just what's happening in your your life right at the moment. You know, it's just what's happening. So again, you know, get the checkup for you. On your, every day you should say, How do you feel today? What's going on? And I go, I'm a 10. But I have days where I'm a seven. So right. why are you a seven? Uh, well, cause I have to do X, Y, and Z or something's not working out the way I want, no. but I'm okay with that. But I would, a good therapist, or call a therapist just to get the checkup. But for others, again, you got to, again, check in with your therapist if you're not in one. And if you don't have one that you've seen, no therapist is ever going to take you for just a monthly checkup. You know how you feel, you know, what's going on inside of you. You know, when you're stuck then get into therapy. You don't have to stay there. Right. Therapy should not be forever. Hmm. It should be like you're getting uh oil change on your car. Right. Okay, every five thousand miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's okay.
1: Yeah. Miss Miss yeah. Rousseau, do you have a therapist? I was about to ask the same thing.
2: Yes, I have it there. <laughs> well, you, still, why you yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I, I have a mentor and a therapist, Dr. Jim. Okay. So I can run things by him. I can sit and talk. And when I was mm-hmm. seeing uh, Dr. Walsh and I was seeing him when I was caring for my dad, my dad I cared for for years, and I thought I was going to you know push him down the steps in about five seconds <laughs> uh, because the stress that I was working mm-hmm. and here that I needed to go in. Yes, and yet, and yet I saw when I was there, I, I realized that I needed to be empathetic. Mm. You know, because my father continued to treat me like I was twelve, and here you're living in my house. You know all those things we go through. Right. Mm-hmm. So I needed to go into therapy to talk about it, so so that we could have a loving relationship. Yeah, I, I needed to do that.
3: Do you think that it, do 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 you think that it's important for a therapist to have a therapist?
2: I, I do. Guess what? We have lives too. Right. Yeah. And we live and we have things to go awry.
3: And you know, and, you know what's crazy? I don't think I want a therapist that tells me I don't need a therapist, and you hear everybody else's issues.
1: That's what I was about to say. Like, what do you do? What do you do? How do you cope with right. everybody? Because everybody's right. just dumping, dumping on, on you, you. Right. Right. right? Yeah, <laughs> it's eight hours a day. So, like, how do you wash that wash that away, or not? Like, because you, you're helping the people, I'm sure, right? Well, but how do you not you, embody you that? Yeah, right. how, you have to be, like you said, you have to
2: be. Don't you have to be empath- empathetic? Yeah, a bit. As a therapist? Yes, but the difference is I have a great balance in my life, and I do a lot of Mm self-care. So as much as you take in, I'm blessed every day for my life when I hear what I hear. So whether it's a massage every month that I do, whether it's hanging out with friends, whether it's traveling, I remove myself frequently. I get eight hours of sleep. I stay very (laughs) hydrated. I'm, like, in love with me, honey, so I'm going to nurture me because I can't nurture you if right. I'm not okay.
1: Yeah. Right. So yeah. you
2: have to do those things for yourself. And there are times where I just say, I'm ghost, I'm closed, where I won't take, you know, when, I have a Wu Sub Wednesday. Wu Sub Wednesday for me is my day of no drama. Mm. I finish my day, and you, you sit down with a cup of tea, a nice warm bath, and you do that loving on yourself, read a good book. But you don't take in. You gotta power it down. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. you're not
3: effective. I like that. on Wu Wednesdays.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ooh.
0: That's pretty dope. But, forget, a about do that. <laughs> forget, forget about it, it. <laughs> about <laughs> a Fridays. Forget
3: about it Fridays. Forget about it Fridays. That's why you, <laughs> we had that off. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: a I have a question from one of uh, one of our fans. It says uh, some people deal with grief by uh, and stress and coping with alcohol um, and you mentioned that as well talking about the the uncle in the corner um, how does how does somebody that's suffering from like a loss, death in the family or something like that and they turn to the bottle or some type of drugs, how do you not you, but how does that person what is another coping mechanism that they have before they would think that alcohol or drugs is the answer during a time of death in the family or, or grief or something like that?
2: The sad part about that is that you haven't taken care of yourself. We all will, will come across a loss and grief, number one. And so one of the tools is you need to get into grief counseling or grief support group because you're drinking and self-medicating and you're feeling regret and guilt. So you have to live your life with no regrets. And we live with so many regrets because we don't do what we are supposed to do on this wonderful journey. So for that individual, Alcohol and substance, is you're going to wind up in some program, inpatient, somewhere. Mm -hmm. So why not get therapy to work through your pain? Why are you shielding yourself from therapy? As much time as you spend drinking, you're going to spend an hour with your therapist. That's self-love. That's Mm self-care. That's self-care because grief is difficult. Whether it's a human, whether it's an animal, it's difficult to get through. And there are just stages. And you'll bottom out if you don't talk to someone who is non-judgmental. Yeah, and I think, not- yeah, I think that
3: goes back to the uncle with the bottle though, because if you think about it, like why why is it that when somebody passed away that I'm automatically going straight to that instead of like mm-hmm. if I was taught to to go through, go to therapy. If that was something that my family did,
1: then I would probably do that first. But being as I've been watching everybody else go to the like bottle, way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my way. Like, that was your—you were taught that, yeah, And right. in, inadvertently, yeah, exactly. inadvertently, that's what you learn how yeah. to cope—is the drink or to right. smoke or to you know do whatever instead of going to talk to a, a person that could actually help. Right. Right. And yeah, then, like, right. we, and and we talked to all of our friends in these situations, and like Miss Priscilla said, they not able to help us even if they really truly genuinely want to they don't have the training or the or the capacity to, to help yeah, us they drink it right there right with you and they drink it right <laughs> they may give you the bottle like, they you go buy you another wheel right now we gotta get through this together let's go get drunk and wake up tomorrow and still have the same problems on our minds I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> but see. they they like that's yeah. that's the thing like knowing that uh friends friends even if they have their best your best interests at heart they don't like they, because they don't, they're not licensed they or know. trained to do it. To, and honestly,
3: it's not something that's on purpose. It's just yeah, that. that's what, yeah, yeah,
1: that's why. Yeah, that's Like they not, they don't mean to give you that bottle. That's just, that's what right. they learned at home. Right. Whereas the person that who's like us three, we're I don't know if y'all are in therapy, but we 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 believe in therapy. So if we find some grief and a friend of ours is going through it. <clears throat> we're not necessarily going to give them the bottle. We we would suggest, hey, there's other options besides you drinking right. your life away or drinking this next six months away. Why don't you go to therapy and try to live the next six, six months?
0: Right. Um I I guess I must take this time to say, even though we are a drinking podcast, we drink responsibly.
1: Yeah, we don't drink drink for grief. We don't drink for grief. We drink to celebrate. It's a celebration, baby. (laughs) There ain't no grief drinking over here. I I don't like being hungover. Fuck that shit.
3: I I I don't understand how
1: you drink for grief. Like You got to be drunk all the time. Because that hangover is right. ridiculous. Right. Like stupid. And, when, and, when, the, when is the grief over if you
3: keep drinking? it? Drink, it's not, yeah. Because once you get sober, you remember the grief. <laughs> and so now you, now you want to drink some <laughs> more. Right. Yeah,
2: I'm, it's a cycle. It's a crazy, right. vicious it's a, a, it. cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. And you will only need more and more of it as the pain as you try to make sense of what has happened to you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you talk about it, and maybe even that time, you do need to be on an antidepressant because you definitely are depressed. If you're drinking like that, I'm sure you have four of the nine symptoms for depression, and mm-hmm. you've had them longer than two weeks. Yes, you do need to talk to someone, but to drink it away, that's a short-term solution mm-hmm. to a long-term problem.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm just curious. You say antidepressants would, would would cannabis be part of that? Um,
3: Oh, boy, you got to go there, right? Again, okay. yeah, sure. again, this is a cannabis-friendly
2: uh, podcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, again, it gets to, um, again, I, I'm on both sides of the fence. Not so much for depression because I think it just puts you further down. Mm. But for some of my clients who have very high anxiety, anxiety
3: yeah.
2: very high anxiety, that works for them in limited, limited I didn't say all day. (laughs) Okay. Put that thing on your tongue or to take that one hit. But Mm -hmm. for depression, you want to get to the root of the problem because depression, 57% of people who have suffered depression commit suicide. Mm. And so you think that smoking, where's it going? It's going to take you down the rabbit hole. Mm. It's going to take you down. So unless you're managed with your doctor or your therapist or your psychiatrist, few of them will prescribe today. That doesn't mean in the future we won't. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I find it has some good effects for some and not so good for others because mm-hmm. you're smoking every day and now you're on medication. Well, something isn't working. You're right. in a dark place. Well, because yeah. your medication can't work because you done smoked it all up with um, marijuana. It's not effective. Yeah, yeah. It's off balance. I just got to go back to Is, that person. Do you that, feel the same?
1: Go ahead, Rob. Oh, no, you can go. I'll come back to it. Okay. Back. Do you feel the same way about uh, like uh, psychedelic medication, like LSD, mushrooms, and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, I said no, 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 no.
1: Okay, no, we no. were just talking about marijuana, so I didn't know if we were no, a- included I all.
2: No, those, okay. are off. those are off, because it's going to take you down a, a hallucinatory path, and mm-hmm. you're going to see and hear things you didn't want to hear,
4: mm. which
2: is going to need you to take a bridge. No way. Okay. No way. It's like everything. You have to do things responsibly. And not right. to, most people are not responsible. We right. got to go to the end of the earth. I know you are on this podcast, but most people aren't, right?
0: Yeah. That's
2: true, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, my question
0: was I, I, Did I hear that you said 57% of people who, who have depression end up who
2: suffer with severe depression wind up committing suicide? Wow. That, oh, is, wow,
0: that is that is a hard well,
2: you're you won't let listen less than 5% of those people who are depressed or, or have some mental health issues go even in for therapy. Mm. Look at the numbers. Mm. And especially wow. if someone of color, only 4% of the population are therapists of color. And mm. most people want therapists that look like them. Right. Yes. But we're only 4%. Mm. So you why, think-
3: why Why? is that? Like, well,
2: why do you think? Nobody wants this, to be a therapist? Well, it's the same
1: thing? Like nobody told people to to go to therapy, so why would you be? A therapist? <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> like we out here dribbling the basketball, baby. I'm out here. I'm out here. I want to be, a be a, I was told to be a dentist or obstetrician. Ain't nobody told me right, to be a licensed. I'm gonna be a nurse. Like even you, Miss Priscilla, you was a nurse first. Like and and then the therapy came along later. Like that. That's why. Because like I think it keeps on. It's generation like our our kids are going to be they're going to be more therapists in that generation and so on and so forth and it may not it it eventually get to the 14% of the, the black population right. i'm I, I think so Hopefully. i think so but but with that it's 14% of black people in america and it's only 4% of therapy and i i i know me personally when i look for a therapist i want a black therapist i've had a white therapist trash and no I don't know if it was because they were white or what, but trash. Right. Um, and the black therapists that I've had have been better for me. And uh, the therapist that I have now is, is, is really, really good. Um, why do you think that people want, I have, it's a two part question. Why do you think that people always want to have therapists that look like them? And then I've had, I had a question that was asked, posed to me for this today. And it says that some black women don't want to have black women therapists. Is that a true statement? No. Do you, do, Okay. So why okay. do you, why? So, so the first part of the question is, why do you feel like, like uh, people
2: want therapy therapists to look like them when they're being treated? Because we know our history and we know our journey and mm-hmm. we have that understanding of family culture, even though we're different and some things are different in style family, we feel as though you get it. I, my clients tell me all the time who walk in there and say, oh my God, thank you. You're black. Or that look on their face. Mm-hmm. That look on their face that they finally found someone who could relate, Could could relate about, you know, mama's role in the house, dad's role in the house, being raised. So they do better. And I have a huge female population, although my black male population has increased since COVID. And I'm now having more black men because mm-hmm. they're telling black men I'm in therapy that are coming to therapy. Mm-hmm. They
0: come into therapy. Hmm. Uh, that that wow. I, I guess there's a question, kind of on a sort of line. What one? Uh, did you have, you said the second part was? What was your other second? You had a second part. Of that she question. answered.
1: I was asking okay. why uh, this lady said some black women uh, oh. feel like they can't talk to other black women therapists, and that's what she that's what she said. But I don't, and I'm thinking maybe her friends are have tried that. I don't. I don't know where it came from, but she wanted to know if, yeah, if that was a thing it. that you find in your ther- in your counseling of other people of color and and uh, women, and specifically. No, when I get
2: one woman in, I get all ten of her friends.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. That's
3: sense. Right, right,
2: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they call, and I have to say, please don't tell your friends about. Me. Well, <laughs> well, because you, you, you be like, you know, because they probably
0: having therapy, you like you know what that remind me of my friend. They'd be like, you yeah, know, that remind me of our friend. So like, oh, she need, need to talk you're to her. Yeah. You <laughs> need th- to talk. To... <laughs> right. Cause yeah. I was
1: talking to my home girl over the mimosas last night. And she said, and I was talking to you to Priscilla and I know that she need this help. So yeah. right, like, nah, I'm booked. I'm fully, yeah. I'm booked. I mean,
3: this is, <laughs> that's a gift and a curse though, because it's, it, luckily they're telling them right. <laughs> about therapy. But yeah. then <laughs> Priscilla's like, uh, <laughs> me."
2: I'm, I'm only one person. <laughs> Yeah, and so I refer them out because I do get where I can hear three of the same stories by three mm-hmm. different people. Right, stories. right. First of all, I don't want to know your friend's name, so I don't connect the dots. Right. They'll just say a friend referred. Good. I don't. That's good enough. And then I'll then you'll start to put the picture together.
4: Right.
2: But I have more black women um, in my practice. Always have again because they do tell, and I always tell people they go, "Well, you're not. You don't have a website." Listen. I don't need a website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Bentley. Bentley don't advertise. Shit. <laughs> right. um, well, no, you're not gonna find a website.
0: Man, I wish
1: you would have said that at the end. Now that, that was a <laughs> mind drop right there.
0: <laughs> Interview no over. <laughs> <laughs> Also, well, there, there you go. Some people think you seem like somebody you can talk to, or others might you still might feel judged, judged by your therapist. And and if you don't give that, get off. Because I'm sure that probably is a lot of things going to people's mind. Like,
2: do I, I really want to tell this story? Because uh, I was <laughs> I was terrible. <laughs> you know I, yes. I have to say this about my clients. I, they don't have secrets. Mm. I, they they are free, whether they're male, female. They'll say things that you don't even think, you know,
4: Mm.
2: and it's okay. Listen, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here to get you to the other side Mm. to be your better self. Mm
4: -hmm. And
2: who am I to judge? I don't have power to judge you. I'm a human being and I have a life, so I'm not going to judge you, but I want to help us work through it.
4: Right?
2: How do we work through it in a safe and loving manner? Period. So today I could be somebody's sister in therapy. I could be their mother. And I like that because then all the ugly they feel about their mothers, they could take out on me. Mm. So I need to be whatever they need me to be to get them across the bridge. Right. right. Wow.
0: Uh, I'm curious to know uh, in terms of, I know you were saying since COVID, you've been like, has been even, even more busy in terms of like, is it, do you think that's because people were in isolation so long? So they did some self-reflecting and like, Hey, I need some, some therapy. Is that is that one of the reasons?
2: Yeah. COVID-19 made you stop. Right. It You were running I love it, everybody's always busy That's a bunch of crock uh, Everybody's always busy doing nothing Right. And COVID right. Made you sit With yourself and even look at the partner The kids, whatever you had going on And you had to sit back and go If I survive this What do I want to do with the rest of my life
1: mm-hmm.
2: And now I'm stuck I'm stuck with anxiety Depression, whatever That's real was, yeah. Oh my god! I mean, said that. that same exact thing? Actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and and that social isolation—you, you, you needed human beings, mm. and you forgot your skill set and how to even behave outside. <laughs> <laughs> and, Not okay. everybody. I didn't need those <laughs> human beings, <laughs> and I tell people I said COVID was wonderful for me because I'm an introvert and I kind of like—I yeah. was happy in the house. Me um, too. And I didn't miss a beat. Um, you know. Plus, I was kind of paranoid about COVID, so <laughs> hopefully. But I, but I had to still adjust because I had to do Zoom calls with friends. On Sunday is my call day to call friends to catch up. I had to put some things in place, and I still had to learn to get up and get dressed because COVID, y'all, everybody was in sweatpants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still ain't. I still haven't
3: put
1: on a pair of jeans. The... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I ain't put on a pair of slacks.
2: No I haven't
4: put on doggers. a pair of
1: slacks. No yeah, doggers. joggers and jeans for me. I ain't. I haven't done no uh, no slacks.
2: See, see, when I was in the mall the other day, I was in the store at Target, and every person that came out of there had on um what are they called? Leggings. I said mm, nobody nope. Put on slacks. Nope. nope, no. Everybody had on black leggings. I was just sitting in a lot watching. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's we, no got lazy. we got lazy in our personal self-care. Imagine that.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. It, what if that is their self-care, putting on leggings instead of jeans? <laughs>
2: like ah, <laughs> that's I what like, I was that's what I was gonna like say.
0: What if like
1: <laughs> in 2019 putting on the jeans and the slacks was just like this is uncomfortable, but it's the norm. And then in 2020 with COVID, we just went through all this like it don't really matter what I wear it matters yeah. how i'm perceived and, and what i say right so i'm going to wear these i'm going to wear my jeans or my sweatpants or my my jeggings or my leggings or whatever <laughs> because i don't i don't i i could care less about what the outside perceives of me and like you said it's all my self care is all about myself and it, it, i feel i feel good in this walmart outfit i'm going to continue to wear My
2: Walmart closed at the mall now. At Target now. At the wherever. And yes, because I will wear. Well, I wear jeans. I I've changed. I've never wore jeans up until like now, so Mm -hmm. I can wear jeans now. But I have to do all the other stuff. I'm not just talking about sweatpants. I'm talking about basic hygiene don't mm. oh, <laughs> oh, 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 come
0: out funky you. yeah,
2: you Wash you yeah. your body and then put your
0: jeans on and then put
2: your, yeah, put your sweatpants on and your legs right. and you know, right. Right. There. Um. but we just see that time within ourselves
4: mm, it's a little it's a you. I got
2: it got you. you. Me easy make sure you watch that
4: wash up but guys guys
0: I, brush your
3: teeth wash your face all that good yeah, stuff that, that is, that is, is the,
0: that's the that's the initial self care right, right? Yeah. you know it's yeah, crazy it because teeth. when when i see
3: when i when i see people like that don't do any hygiene i automatically think this depressed they depressed about something so it has to be i'm like you don't even care yeah. about your
1: body like yeah, the, it's, not, it, it's definitely not the 1700s bro like right. soap is here for a reason <laughs> So if you're not using soap, it, it may be something wrong with your mental. Right. Yeah, but right that off.
2: is yeah. because when you are becoming unkept in your appearance, that is your indicator patterns change mm. of depression. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. So you yeah, got to look at that. So you went from this and now I'm looking at you, you. Your hair is greasy. You don't, know, right. something is going on because yeah. it's a lot when you're depressed to get dressed. It mm. will take you not half an hour, an hour. It may take them three hours. Damn, it's the, it's the it, they have no energy.
3: Well, the women always depressed because I
1: feel like it takes women three hours to get dressed.
3: There's every-
1: <laughs> <laughs> some dudes out there as four hour dressers, too. Right, right. You can't all just wave right. that on the ladies, all right, all right. but it, it's more ladies than men
0: for sure. For,
2: I'm sure, I'm sure. for
0: sure. I'm curious, is there a difference between just being depressed and clinically depressed, or just that means yeah. that somebody just talked to them? Oh, it is a difference.
2: Yeah. There is a difference when you're just depressed. Say um you lost your job. Uh-huh. Well, you have a sense of sadness, you know, and I'm sad and I gotta figure it out. So I'm you know, I can't get up, I sleep, I cry, whatever. Now, clinical depression means you have to have four of the nine symptoms social isolation, sadness, irritability, insomnia, all of that, for longer than two weeks. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I did hear it mention that two weeks. Longer yeah. than two weeks. That's a clinical diagnosis of depression. That's
1: the threshold is the 14 days, two week thing.
2: Yeah, that two week thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can have situational depression and that's okay we are going to move through that quickly. But when you okay. have clinical depression, the neurotransmitters in your brain, serotonin and dopamine, isn't operating well. You got low doses. Mm. We need to up it up a little bit. Mm. So yes, there is. you just don't, don't get a a depression sometimes we, we call it's called adjustment disorder. So if I lost my job, I'm only depressed because I have to adjust to something else, All right? I gotta get out there. So it's adjustment disorder due to loss of job, due to having breast cancer, due mm-hmm. to whatever. Right. But you, you move through it.
0: Right. Oh, here's another question from the audience Can depression stem from a hormonal? Imbalance?
2: Yes, God, yes, she <laughs> told you they don't. <laughs> Yes, because your hormones are always waiting. And mm. so, especially for women, when I have women who are menopausal or perimenopausal, I want them to see a psychiatrist because I, I know what's happening, and their brain is not operating well. So we look at SSRIs or antidepressants. We got to self-regulate those hormones, and really from the brain, because everything is from the brain. The brain is the engine that can. The brain is the engine. So we got to get this right so that you can get a hormonal balance. The other thing I always say to my women is I need to know what your hormonal levels are. So you can have that lab test done, especially when they're perimenopause, perimenopausal mm-hmm. before menopausal. But yes, hormones play a huge part.
1: I, I have a question. Some, some men are toxic and uh, the masculinity is tough. they want to go to therapy so they're looking for a male therapist and they can't i'm assuming since it's only four percent of therapists are black that that's less than two percent are black males just because that's yeah so how would a person who's only looking for a black male therapist in these times find find a black male therapist and if they can't which will almost is very very difficult i'm assuming what what would you suggest for them to do in the meantime while they're searching for that uh, male therapist? And same for a per- a woman who's looking for only a woman therapist or ho- whatever genre of therapy you're looking for.
2: Well, first of all, there's a black girl uh, website in the state for black men, black men therapists. There's a website that lists by state. And mm. there are black male therapists. And like you mentioned earlier, why are there just 4%? Well, first of all, just to get through the program, and to be licensed, it takes seven years. Mm. This is not like you go to nursing school for four. This is this is like going to be a doctor. Yeah. But right. so the program is lengthy and very taxing. So it takes work to be mm-hmm. a, a therapist. But I would do, I would look up black males and also you can always call again your uh, managed care company, your whoever you're joining, and say, I need I want a black therapist. Now, I do some um, employee assistant or used to employee assistant and pe- they have to pay for the individual, even if you're out of network, to have a black therapist. Mm. So even though they may not have any in their panel, you mm. can request a black therapist and they will mm. allow you to see that individual and they will you won't have to pay out of network prices.
1: Now, would they request? Can you do that for? uh a gender specific uh, therapist or only only race specific
2: uh you could do it for gender specific and race wow that's great at at any place you know you'll call and you'll hear the call they'll go i get companies calling me and say they're looking for a black female therapist you know say someone over 40 well they'll call me nice so you're i
1: didn't know that
3: yeah
2: Yeah. Now now
3: I I hear I hear a lot of insurance talk going on. What about what if I don't have insurance? What am I supposed to do for
2: for therapy? All right. So when you don't have insurance, one I would find out if the therapist will do a sliding scale with you. You know, and some of us do uh, pro bono. I I do maybe college one or two of them pro bono a year because they need they need the guidance.
4: Yeah.
2: And if not, we have federal qualified health clinics. All around the country uh, Delaware has two uh, West End and um, Henrietta and Philadelphia has like four so and, and so in your area federal health qualified health services have psychiatrists and therapists and they do sliding skills maybe five dollars mm. and some of them are free
1: mm-hmm. okay I also want to throw out there like you said college students you do pro bono also go to your health uh, services if you're in college. Because your tuition pays for most of the schools. I know my my school did. That was my first time ever going to therapy um, in college. And they paid for my whole, the two years that I did it, I never had to pay one dollar out of pocket as long as I was enrolled at the school. So if you are enrolled in a a college or university, uh, go to your health services. Get some free therapy.
2: And if you're employed, your job usually will have an employee assistant program. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You get from like three to some. Some people, 12 sessions free. 12, yeah.
1: Yep, without yep.
2: using your copay. And since COVID has happened, um, a lot of the insurance companies, depending on what plan you have, won't even allow you to pay a copay. They pay the full thing.
0: Okay. Awesome. Give me my money. Keep good my good. money in my pocket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and get your mind right. You got sure. your money and your mind right, man. It's Friday night.
0: All right? Forget about it Fridays, baby. Good. <laughs> I need that for forget about it Fridays. <laughs> forget about being at cope. Um, I had a question. I lost it.
1: Well, I, I got a question. I'm gonna read this right off the person how they read it. I'm hearing a lot about joy, uh, how people re- are reclaiming their joy in these evolving times. Uh how can you expand on that?
2: Okay. It's funny because I'm doing a training, a thing tomorrow on joy, finding your joy, keeping your joy. See, we look at happiness and happiness to me is unachievable. Happiness is when I get off a roller coaster. I am happy and excited and scared to death. Joy is the things that matter in your spirit. So for me, the joy is I look at those things that, that I value family, my grandchildren. When I think about them, I have joy. I, it's just joy. We don't know how to achieve joy because we're too busy looking at the other things we don't have, and yet mm. it's right there on our chest. Everyone on this call has joy, but you have to find joy for you. Mm. What's important to you? What brings you joy? I don't need 20 friends around me to bring me joy. That's happiness. Mm. Joy is the memories that I take away that we had a good time. It sits mm. in your spirit. So we have to understand the term joy.
3: Bruce yeah. and Bearder podcast brings me joy
2: right and that was funny oh, I was, I was, so <laughs> I was, I
3: was the watching the, uh, <laughs> I was
0: watching a YouTube I was watching a YouTube show with uh, Tom Hanks <laughs> on it and he was actually talking about like happiness happiness comes in waves because you have to have happiness and sadness at the same time so he's content mm. He's content with his life because he knows where happiness is and he knows where sadness is uh, so that's where okay.
2: joy. the joy is the contentment in your life the right. joy mm-hmm. is that someone calls you and says safe- I appreciate you. The joy is spending time with family. For me, the joy, the joy is having good, healthy friendships. And I, don't, you'll don't need more than five because any more than three actually is too much work. So I don't take on friends. I'm not doing it. So, so, so I have joy with the roots that I've made with my relationships with friends. Joy. All
0: right. wow. That's joy. There it is. <laughs> um, I like think, that. Do we have uh, any I'm, more questions for uh, Miss Priscilla? As uh, Lou was saying, Miss Priscilla. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I got more questions. Okay. Yes, um, what does one do when there is strength to continue, but no means to continue?
2: There's strength to continue no means so you have to define means I think I think what the kid like it was
1: this this is a, a young friend of mine who asked this question and he's I've been telling him to go to therapy for four years now and he's maybe like 23 years old and he's been just fighting with his inner self of not thinking he's good enough I don't know whoever told him this I've known him since he was like four and we've always been telling him he's a great kid He's he's a great kid but he always has these demons like I'm not good enough I know I have the power to do it. I just don't have the I think he needs direction. And I I think like you said, I'm I'm his friend. He's my nephew. I'm his friend. I'm his I'm his uncle, but I can't I right, I'm not I don't have the the capacity to help him the way he needs. And I tell him like go to a therapist, but young kid thinking he know everything
2: and he don't not. have a father in his life.
1: No, he doesn't. His dad has away. I see you I that out. Yeah.
2: Because when our young black males, especially in their 20s, have not had a father, I hear this all the time from my young men, they don't feel worthy. Mm-hmm. They feel like the guidance that they have, even though you do it, maybe his mom do it, but it's not what I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm not good enough because I wasn't good enough for my father to spend time with me. Wow! And so we got to work through that and therapy. And usually what I have them do is write their father a letter and cathartic it all out mm. because I got to shift them because your father was only your sperm donor, but the men around you are your father. So we have to look at father. It's like mother and father. We got to look at them differently. Not all fathers can be fathers. Not all mothers are mothers. They just mm-hmm. can't. They may have harvest, but they can't nurture and give because they're so wrapped up in themselves. So we have to change the direction. So why I hate them doing Hallmark cards because they lie. And we have bought up, we bought the lie.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Now we're stuck in mental turmoil about what a father and a mother should be versus what I got. So we got to change the dynamics there.
1: But Lou, what was it, what was the, repeat his question again? He says, uh, what does one do when they're, they have the strength to continue but don't have the means to continue? Hmm. I think it, I li- I literally think he just needs direction. Like he needs direction that he's willing yeah, to listen I, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because because like I'm not saying that I'm giving him direct direction. Yeah, yeah. He he wants to. I think and I think that's the means. Like I want to change. I want to be better. I want to do things that I'm not doing now. I just don't know how. And I think the how is find a Miss Priscilla, find a, a Mister Priscilla. Like find a a man or a woman that can help you, that is trained to help you. Like your right. big brother's not going to do it. Your your uncles, your nephew, like anybody in your life. I think that's what you're saying, Priscilla. Is like the people in your life want to help you, but we are not able to because we're not but, trained to do it.
3: But see, but, I, and, and I feel like that when somebody asks a question,
1: like like the way
3: he asked the question, mm-hmm. it's almost like you 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 have to want it still because it almost sounds like he'll want it if he's not even like you said. You've been telling him for four years to. To go to therapy and he hasn't made a move yet. It's like, do you really want the answer mm-hmm. to your question? Or you just are you just really I, just, just I, don't, I don't think I don't
1: think it's necessarily that either, yo. I think it's a matter of when it's right. Like you could I can keep beating like you're not necessarily beating a dead horse if he lives long enough to hear it. And if he's 30 and he finally is like yo, Uncle Lou was right. Therapy is I'm gonna go to therapy and then it comes to fruition for him and he has the answers in his means. And he's finding a direction. It don't matter how long it takes. I think we have to keep putting it out there. Like, go do this. Go do this. And it's up. It's up. I got to leave yeah, it alone once. I've i already told you. Yeah, that's and I'll keep, like, keep on. I'll keep on. Yes, it's up. It's movement. definitely up to him. Yeah. You're, so. I, you're right. Yeah. I guess you're right about that.
2: And when you look at a 23-year-old, you got to look at access. So they would do better virtually with telehealth because timing. Everything is this.
4: Mm-hmm. and
2: they need, you got to give them all the steps because when you're looking at 20, it's one year, one agenda, so I have to give them all the tools. Here's three names. You need to call them Monday at 3 o'clock, and now I might text you because they're 23. Got to look at where they're at mm-hmm. because you got to do a little bit more push because they're very forgetful, and they go on with life, yes. but his suffering is he, he needs he does need therapy, but again, he has to want it. You wanting it for him is not going to
1: do. No, I, I I've I've told him that. I've definitely told him like it's not my fight, bro. I'm 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 only here for your guidance and the help, but I can't help 100%. Not at all. I don't no. even want to. I don't I don't even I don't want that. Oh, don't take that on.
2: That's too no. much. I <laughs> don't.
1: Don't. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, any more questions? <laughs> any more yeah,
1: questions? I got another question. I do have another question. Uh, another friend of mine is married, and he asked about um are licensed therapists like yourself and marriage counselors, are they the same, or is a person specifically trained for marriage counseling? And is that do you go about finding them the same way, calling your insurance company or that way? Okay.
2: Yes. Marriage counselors, that's the whole focus is systems. Family systems. Um, since COVID, I don't do family is um, counseling, I do individual. I do individual and anyone over – actually, in college. I start from the college age now. Um, So, yes, you find a family marriage therapist who works with systems in the family. Yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right.
3: But I I can say this, though. Like, I've been to to therapy with with my wife and and the kids, Um, and it's been – because normally it's just one individual therapist, like maybe for the kid or, like, the last time we won was for the kid. But we won as a family – Mm-hmm. And it, it, we got a lot a lot accomplished in that in that Good. in that session. So I mean it, it's like of course it's different than marriage, but like the family aspect of it, I think that like somebody like Miss Priscilla will be able to, to help in the family aspect, depending on I guess the situation.
1: Yoda, how often do you guys go? If your well, mommy me them. Well see
3: this would because it's really just the, the, the kids uh therapy session, mm-hmm. we'll go only like sometimes we'll request it or oh okay or so the kid the kid it. goes
1: on a normal basis, yeah, a normal basis and then y'all day, just y'all just step day. in every once in a while yeah Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. okay
0: okay i got you got you all right um all right any more questions <laughs> Nah, i'm good i'm good i'm good i <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you how can well she says she's not accepted anymore? Uh, so, we to find out how we can well, well,
1: but you can but you can you can tell us this, Miss Priscilla. Since you're not accepting, how would someone go? Can you just once again tell us how someone will go about finding a therapist if they're looking for one, if they're looking for any help? Uh, I know you said 988 is for uh, suicide prevention. Uh, give us all that information.
2: Okay, so anytime there's a crisis, you, you know, now the new hotline is 988 not the seven-digit number, and that's clear to mental health. The other thing is if you have insurance, your insurance company should be able to find you a therapist within the area. If you're really struggling uh, to find a therapist, uh, again, um, I know my schedule is tight, but you can reach out to me, and then I'll see the therapist in the area. Because sometimes we'll take someone just because someone referred us, because they're booked, and I may say, can you take this one as well? We will do that inner um, connection bet- between the two of us. But um, we all know therapists who want to take on clients, but maybe you don't, you don't know them. So sometimes you just got to reach out to the therapist and ask it, who else could you refer me to? And mm-hmm. we usually give you names, just like I'll give you a psychiatrist's name, you know, and because mm-hmm. uh, I only deal for me with two, two to three psychiatrists because I need them to be like me with my clients. You know, and make sure we come to the work. So others probably have the same thing set up, but um, you can reach out. And usually if I don't take you, like I don't do um, Medicare because that's a social worker. You got to have a licensed social worker. So when seniors call me, unless they want to pay out of pocket, I will refer them to licensed social workers to take them on. Hmm. There we we go. Um, So
1: so if you can't find a therapist, call a therapist to find another therapist. Hmm. They, yeah. All therapists know where the therapist is to be at. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: Where your hangout hang at? Where you...
1: <laughs> insurance company or call the therapist. they call you another therapist.
0: Right.
2: I invest people. in it. You got to put the time in. True. You, know, you can't want us to feed you and you're not doing the work. That's no. uh, okay. no, my therapy journey. So If you really want the therapy, you have to invest time in it mm. like you invest in yourself. You find the therapy. You be dogmatic and you show up. Because the reason why, if you don't show up twice in my sessions, I don't. You're out.
4: Mm.
2: I don't, I'm not going to deal with you because you're not ready, right. and right. you're taking up a spot for other people who want to right. know. Right. So you got to be right. committed. And if it's not your time or your season, it's okay. You continue suffering until you get tired of sick and tired of suffering. Mm. <laughs> Thanks,
3: mm. if it's not your time or season, continue suffering. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, I, all right. Oh, I appreciate to-
1: how Miss Priscilla, like we be joking, and she like that's a joke, but this ain't funny. Like I'm being serious. <laughs> I, all right, all right. I just want y'all to know, like y'all can laugh over there. Yeah. But
0: this ain't this is too yeah. so serious. Right. You gonna be serious, you it. gonna
1: be suffering. Yeah.
0: Well, we want to thank the uh, the Bentley of uh, therapy, licensed <laughs> therapist Priscilla Murphy to come. <laughs> From, good. From uh, I elect educational and counseling services uh, for coming on for uh, BBP 206. So, once again, I want to thank you. Thank you very so much. I
4: appreciate
0: you. I don't know, she kind of gave up her, gave her spill, so I don't know if we should go throw it back to her in terms of how could people find out more about. I guess we already said it. How many, But how can people, is there any like quick websites that, that you can give that people can find out about things like this? Not if they just don't know, a, but if there are some services that you recommend that people can use. Uh, before Even we how up. we can find NylEx. Yeah, how we can yeah. find out more about NylEx. No, she said no.
2: <laughs> you can find out about me on LinkedIn. Like I said, <laughs> I do not advertise. I ain't playing. <laughs> a good therapist will, you will, if I'm good enough, you'll tell 10 people. Right, that's true. You'll tell 10. If I'm not good enough, then I need really, to. We like Trader
3: Joe's <laughs> on <out> these streets.
2: <laughs> no advertising at all. No. all right. I'm out of mouth. If you really need to reach out um, to find a therapist, and I don't know what your audience is, I don't want to get a thousand calls, but you can leave me a message at 302 898 3261. If you really can't find a therapist, let's see if we can find you one. Um, and I'll give that five minutes just because I'm really passionate about mental health, and I have grandchildren, and one day I'll have great, great-grands, and you may be the one to save their lives if you had the checkup from the neck mm-hmm. up. Right, and so I good. really want to extend that to you. There you go. Okay,
0: thank you. Thank you. All right.
2: All do right. you still practice nursing? Well, I'm I'm the media past president of Coyote 5 Sorority Incorporated, a professional nursing organization, so I do community service for nursing, yes. Okay, um, all right, Lou, How can they find you? Uh, I'm on them
1: Instagrams. My name is Lou Beljo.
0: <laughs> all right, yo. You can find me on IG
3: and Facebook at I M three zero two Y O D A.
0: All right, you can find Bruising Banter podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bruising Banter podcast. Even on TikTok as well. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even say Alexa. Play Bruce Brandon Podcast. I ain't go high, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you looking at me like, is he gonna go high? I can see it. I saw him. You're gonna say Alexa play Bruce and Podcast. If you want to follow me, Rob G, Rob Stay Bruising, there it is. bing 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 bing, bing. Master of pod. I have that extra stuff all the time. Uh, once again, we want to thank uh, Priscilla Murphy, so the Bentley uh, uh licensed therapist for coming on this podcast. Thank you so much. I
1: appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Mental
0: Health Month, uh, everyone. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Until next time, have a good week, everyone. Peace.
1: Have
4: a good week. My dreams.